Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is about making a personal investment. Investing is an interesting concept that I think most people regard and in terms of the financial investment and but your own health and well-being and career and dreams and personal aspirations all of that it has its own investment as well so if we really look at the way that you would advise if i went to a professional financial financial advisor and that person was to give me advice on making investments in the market and the stock market or in um stocks bonds things like that um it, there would be some you know four or five tips i'm sure this advisor would give me and those tips are not unlike what i would try and give somebody who is thinking about investing for themselves and i've been noticing lately how people are i, I mean i've noticed this for a long time but i guess it's come up in different discussions lately when someone will be talking about not going on a trip or not enrolling in a course or you know not doing the gym membership or just things like anything that kind of costs money that is essentially a self-investment that is investing in their own improvement. And so I always find it interesting when people have lots of I don't want to say excuses, but their own kind of category, like they have a threshold of what feels comfortable in terms of investing. 
So I think if we if we take some of the emotional um, component out, and we actually really look at it from an objective standpoint, like we would look at making an investment, and you don't want to invest emotionally typically in the stock market, although a lot of us are you know going to be buying lottery tickets sometimes. Anyway, um, you, you want to look at it objectively. So similar to investing in money, I, here are some tips that I would say. So most investments that you would make, a advisor would tell you to set long-term goals. Like, why are you investing money? Why, why would you go and invest money in, in the stock market? So what are the long-term goals of that? And, and similarly, like thinking about your success in your, in your life, in your personal life, in your personal health, in your career, what are your long-term goals? It's sometimes hard to figure out, and I have to say that I can get I can get down there with you in, in terms of like, wow, I can't even imagine five years, much less 20 years out. But what are your long-term goals? And and I think with when we think of life, hopefully as being a very long-term experience, we need to think of of all directions of it. And think of it as a cycle as opposed to being so linear, but being this really long cycle that's good. And and within each cycle, there's many cycles, but we have to look at the bigger, bigger, bigger cycle of life and where we want to be in the long term. So for instance, for wellness, I always think I want to be moving well um, without discomfort without regard to, can I do something functionally? Can I get on the ground? Can I, if I were to go sign up for a trip that involves five miles of hiking, I want to be 70, 80 years old, whatever, and be able to do that without thinking that I w- I can't because of I'm not capable of doing it. And I think coming from a physical therapy background, working with an older population for many years and seeing how limited people are in their mindset of what their capacity is. Even some 50-year-olds who were heading, you know, thinking about retiring in 10 years, the languaging of what their um, long-term investment was in themselves was actually really short-sighted. It was, they they were, were not able to think long-term at all. And while people will kind of stockpile their, their sick days and stockpile their um, pension plans and all of that and stay at a job maybe even that they don't like for that long-term investment. In the meantime, they're really not living always a quality of life. So while it's important to think of the long-term, you also want to think of that you're living in that representation of long-term in the, uh, in the current state of being. So when you're thinking of setting your long-term goals, whether it's for health, so that was an example, or for your career, what what can you what are you aiming to achieve or what are you aiming to be like in a certain time period? So I'd say 10, 20 years. And then what are what are your daily life um, cycles or monthly cycles or yearly cycles gonna look like to help get you there? So if you're trying to improve your career status, what are the things you need to do? Do you need to get more education or more um, training or more experience, or are you changing your career? So start thinking about investing in yourself now for that long-term goal. 
and stop putting it off, (laughs) right? It's always a good time to save money. It's always a good time to make an investment for the future in yourself and not just putting it off to another day. So I'd say make those, set those long-term goals and and know what is needed for that. So like in long-term goals for financial stuff, you know, you're going to need some capital. You're going to need some amount of your monthly check that's going to go into investing. So what is it that you're going to need to um, set yourself up for success for your long-term goal in those in those um, kind of little cycles of life, the monthly, the daily, the, the annual? Um, so, and there's a lot of, you know, when they talk about portfolio growth, it, it could be like, there's a lot of, you know, high risk, low risk and all that. I think knowing kind of what type of person you are is going to be helpful. Are you going to be comfortable making a, a high risk type of investment? And, and if you are somebody who does a lot of high risk stuff, think about what are the repercussions of that as well. Don't let, don't let the risk stymie you, but I also think it's good to, to like live in a state of reality. Like if you're clearing out your savings to take an online course or go on a beautiful adventure or something like that, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great investment. But then what, what are your plans like after that? What can you kind of have, do you have a little cushion? And I think that's what you always have to feel like that you can have, that you're doing things logically and, um, emotionally in terms of you know you're you're fulfilling yourself but wellness is is an area of course that i spend i've spent my life in and i really see how people do not look at the long term investment in wellness they really don't get a sense of it and i was saying today in my yoga class we have to kind of stop thinking that um aging is this like downhill slope <laughs> Because I really think it's kind of like the de- the stock market's going down, right? So you, why bother investing? Because it's going down, and it's like, you know, our functional ability is going down. We're not as strong. We're not as energetic. We're not able to do this or that. And it's that is a little bit of conditioning and programming. I think we have. So I think when we think long term investing, think like today, you're you want to be the same. You want to have the same quality of life today as you do in 20 years. And in 20 years, you want to have the same quality of life that you have today. So don't think of one, like it's not going to be like an uphill or a downhill. It's just like improving today with that future goal in hand, if that makes sense. I, I just feel like wellness is something that people really put on the back pocket, the back burner. And, you know, I've had, I was talking to a friend the other day whose sibling is just having a lot of, knee issues and low back issues and is and is just grouchy all the time and is not old at all. And, you know, he was saying to me, like, it's really, really hard to witness this and know that it's only going to get worse because there's no investment being made in in improving. And that's the thing is that if we're gonna if we're gonna live a long, healthy, fulfilling life, we have to think of the long term and make the investment now and not just put it off because uh, we just can't afford to do it. So, so understanding, you know, like what is your, uh, what are your long-term goals and what is the kind of risk tolerance within those long-term goals? Like, what are you going to do today? Like quit your job today? Okay. Maybe, maybe not. If, if it's, if it's something that you're not enjoying and it's really bringing you down and your wellness is, 
your mental state and your physical state is not, but start making a plan for your exit so that you can do, do that. So your risk is more moderate. The other thing I would say in terms of um, investing, which I think, again, all, all investors would say is that you, you need to kind of control your emotional ability. So what that means is that look at it again, objectively. Here's a person living in, you know, I'm, I'm in my body, I'm in my life. And what, whatever state I'm in now, which is maybe my optimal or maybe my suboptimal state, um, I'm, I have the potential to change it. I have it. And that's what you really have to believe. So say, say that to yourself. I have the potential to change this. Don't allow your own emotions to get in the way of your investment. In other words, if you're investing in, again, getting back to health, I've seen this happen a lot. People will think, I need to get in better shape. So they go and they join a gym and they put up this money. You know, sometimes there's a little bit upfront money, sometimes it's just a monthly membership, whatever it is. And they're investing in themselves. And that should be like, that's a really positive thing. But if you then get to wherever you are going at the gym and, and you feel like not successful, like say you're, you're not um, at your ideal weight, you're not able to do some of the classes that are offered or be on the treadmill for as long as you want. And your emotions can, of course, get in the way. Like I, this is, this sucks. Why am I even bothering? Um, I'm not seeing any progress on and on and on. And then all of a sudden your long-term investment isn't even like, you're not even thinking about that. And, and people will then stop coming. And then, you know, it's like their emotions got in the way. And if you think about investing, think about the really like cool cucumbers that are investing um, in the stock market. They can't really respond in, into their personal emotional state all the time because it just, they could be second guessing themselves or, or being kind of stuck in what, didn't work in the past. So you need to first kind of check the emotions, um, like check them, like not out the, at the door, don't have any emotions, but really don't let them interfere with the success that you're going to have. Keep that feeling of I'm in charge. I have the ability to do this, whether it's, you know, losing weight, getting more energetic, getting in better shape, um, taking care of myself. Put in the investment daily so you have that long-term in, um, outcome that's great, right? Think about making how making money. Like you put money in in small amounts, but then the outcome, if you've made wise investments, is great. You're going to be very comfortable and, and not have to worry about money. It's the same with your health. Why do we not get this? You need to do the things daily, monthly, yearly to, to make that those changes and um, secure really that long-term investment. And you have to do it without getting sidetracked with some of your inner voice dialogue, right? And if, if you're saying anything to yourself, make it really positive and celebratory. You could probably find a silver lining to any investment that you make if you've made it from a wise choice, from a non, kind of a non-emotional choice in that moderate risk category. And you could always find a silver lining, even if it didn't necessarily go your way, if you were, if you're operating in that place of 
positivity and non kind of emotional attachment to some stuff. So I think that it's really interesting when we, I also had a meeting with investors a little while ago. So I I really get, I've had this on my mind because I've also watched people who have the money. And again, this is a privilege to be able to decide like how much money you want to invest in something, but it shouldn't be a privilege to decide how much you want to invest in your own success in your career or in your health. And I just see it so many times. People will equivocate about like, well, I don't know if I have the time, the money, I can't take off work, on and on and on. And it has to do something with something so personally fulfilling that the outcome of it might be like way, what a much bigger investment than not doing it. So I think we just have to decide like what, that's why when you really think about like, what are your financial, what are your long-term goals, not your financial goals? What are your long-term goals? And if you can be very clear on that, and what I would say is come up with three adjectives that really describe how you want to want to be living daily and then ultimately in that long-term um, way. You know, like I said, I know I, from working with lots of older people who were became very limited in their movement experience for a variety of reasons, and I saw the sequelae, meaning the fallout of that in terms of their uh, mental state, in terms of their relationships with their partners, with their friends, with their family and community. Um, it really is, um, it does a real number on you when you when your personal health is failing. And this could be at any age. It's not necessarily with older people. But I was always in my mind, it's like almost this like this code in my cellular hardware that I'm like, I will be able to move with ease, pain-free, and be able to explore the world and um, be with the people that make me happy and move my body. And those like at at all ages, and that is like such a fundamental um, tenant of mine. So my long that's my long-term goal, and my everyday goal is is working toward that. It's working toward it. And lending itself to that, right? So I'm not going to be like doing everything now that's the opposite of what this long-term goal is. And so when I make decisions, when I decide to spend money on this or that or make a choice to whatever it is, it's it's with that in mind. Like this is going to bring me joy in my body and my spirit. This is going to bring me community, this on and on and on. So all of my decisions that I make can always reflect that long-term goal. And so that's, I think that's important when you're talking about like making investment. So I think the bottom line is, and, and then of course the other, uh, before I say the bottom line, the other thing that investors, like, you know, equity type of investors or um, they'll always, they, they really will talk about having this diversification, you know, so that that you are not relying on, on on just one thing, and so I think that's an interesting concept as well. Is how diverse are you in in your own investments? So you can we see this a lot when people are spend a lot of time and energy on their career, and there's nothing wrong with that. I I know I do. I mean, and I I do in a big way. But are you diverse in the other investments as well? In your health, in your um, relationships, and so just like you would make a really great long-term investment in your career, make it make it 
and diversify it and check in that you're you're doing it in in the kind of buckets of your life that really matter. They don't have to be a lot, by the way. You don't have to, you know, for some people, I think they would say their career is almost enough to make them happy. But the reality is they need a few other buckets to fill up and to also liquidate, so to speak. But but keep in mind that the, the diversity that's needed. So I would say the bottom line here is don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Don't, but the way you can invest in yourself and feel really good about it and not get emotional about it is be very clear so that your decisions that you make on your, in your daily lives, in your monthly lives, in your yearly lives are ultimately reflective of this long-term goal and that the long-term goal is reflective of your daily life so that they're very consistent and I think then when we make the decisions like, hey, I am going to invest this time to go back to school and learn more things. You know, I, I've had people who've hesitated to sign up for like a yoga teacher training because they're like, well, I don't know. It seems like, I don't know if I can take, you know, three weeks. And I'm like, three weeks of your life? That's nothing. And P.S. It's really hard to teach a 200 hour in three weeks. I'm going to be the first to admit it. It's a very important entry into teaching. And it's kind of a standard, but by no means it's going to make you, you know, the most well-rounded yoga teacher. You're going to then take it and add on to it for sure. But you need to be able to take three weeks to do something that is, again, a long-term investment. So think from that, like a year from now, would it really matter that if you, getting back to teacher training as an example, because I've also had this conversation with people lately, I have a three-week immersion and I have several people, you know, around the world who want to come and stay. And, and I know, of, of course, it's a big obligation. And, and I don't want anybody to think of anything as a sacrifice. It's just getting everything organized enough that you can do it. But in a year from now, the things that would be holding you back when you get the emotional part involved, the things would be holding you back, the money that you're going to spend or the time that you have to take away from work or from family or on and on and on, is that going to be are you going to still feel that like that impact, that emotional response a year from now or not? You might regret more that you didn't do taking off three weeks. Now apply that to anything, apply it to anything. My family is going to be going to Africa on a safari, which is such a great privilege. My mom, after my father died, decided this is what she wanted to do. And she said, my dad would love it. He loved being with all of us more than anything. So my mom has said, I'm going to take everybody to Africa. So she is, which is unbelievably amazing. And my husband and I are going to be over there and he's always wanted to see gorillas. So we're trying to add on this gorilla. It's literally like a two or three day thing. And it's um, a lot of money to do because gorillas are, it's it, they're well protected, which they need to be because they're extinct and all that. But the, we work hard and this is, we save our money and it's like, I, you know, some people would think two to three days to see gorillas, like that's, I could use that money for something else. Well, we're choosing that's really, really important for now. And that money that we're going to spend a year, for, like I look at again, a year from now, I'm not going to think about that I spent money to it. I'm going to remember the memory so much more. So I think that you have to have that kind of a mindset with everything, whether it's an investment in getting more in your career, getting more in your health, getting more in your spiritual development, anything, anything, you deserve it. You deserve it. So make the investment well based on your long-term 
Um, don't be too, like try and be emotionally objective so you you don't kind of override yourself with your own emotions or doubt. Diversify your investments so that you're, you have a couple of buckets that you're really spending time on. So it could be professional and wellness. It could be community. It could be religious, anything that's going to bring you that joy and vitality. And I think movement, of course, is always going to be a part of it. So take care of your health and your body. Everything else will, in my mind, improve when that is taken care of. But if it's not, if you aren't taking care of yourself, like my friend who's, you know, sibling was, is just not taking care of himself and it's, it's, um, it, it, it plays out in all the ways. So take care of yourself. Never, ever, ever, ever doubt the importance of investing in your well-being. I hope that helps. If you would like to, please share this with friends, subscribe, and write me if you have any topics you'd like me to cover. But as always, I'm sending you hugs from me to you.